As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. How in the world do you get the gospel to the world? How is it possible for us to reach every nation in our generation? Well, I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God, God would never give us a command that he does not have a plan for. In fact, in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 17 and verse number 6, the Bible referred to those first century disciples as these that have turned the world upside down. How does that happen? When Paul wrote to the church at Colossae in Colossians chapter 1 and verse number 6, he said that the gospel was come unto you as it is in all the world. He wrote in that same chapter, Colossians 1 verse 23, uh, that this gospel was preached to every creature which is under heaven. It's amazing to me that the first century followers of Jesus actually lived believing and operating on the principle that they were responsible to get the gospel to all people. We sit around and either accept the fact that, well, it's just not going to happen, or we try to come up with some clever strategy on how to get it done. I want to tell you today that the Word of God plainly lays out God's gospel plan. He has his own strategy. Uh, the Lord of the mission has his own plan on how to get it done. We've come to the closing verses of Acts chapter 5. You'll remember they, they beat the apostles. They told them they couldn't speak anymore in the name of Jesus. See, that's the one name they don't want you to preach, the one name they want to curse, the one name that Satan fears and hell trembles at, the one name that saves people, the name of Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 41, And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Dear Lord, let us be those people. Now think of this, beaten, bloody, bruised. Uh, these are people who, who have shame poured on them because of their identification with Jesus Christ. What are they doing? Rejoicing. Rejoicing that they could suffer for his namesake. And listen to verse 42. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Listen to that again. Acts 5.42, this is God's gospel plan. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. You want to get the gospel out? You want to see people come into the family of God? Do you want to see uh, the church of Jesus Christ advancing against the gates of hell? Then we must do it God's way. And Acts 5.42, in a summary, tells us how that happens. It's interesting that this verse is, is sandwiched between external persecution, that's what we've just studied in Acts 5, and internal division, that's what is about to come in chapter 6. May I just tell you, this is the main thing. This is the great clarifier. If we could get Acts 5.42 fixed in our minds and hearts and homes and churches, uh, it would help us be ready for the persecution coming from without, and it would help us deal with uh, difficulty and division that sometimes arises within. It just cuts through everything. It keeps it so simple. We are here for one purpose, 
and that is to bring the gospel message to all people. So, what is God's gospel plan? Let me give you four little observations. First of all, there is declaration. That's the most obvious thing. Uh, They taught and they preached Jesus Christ, uh, to teach and preach Jesus Christ. They're declaring. They're giving the gospel. Uh, We've got to get back to the simplicity that is in Christ, not entertaining people, not trying to attract people to a meeting, but just getting out where the people are and giving them Jesus. Open our mouths, open our hearts, and talk to them about Jesus Christ. So there's declaration. Then there is continuation. The Bible says they did it daily and they ceased not. I love the the positive and the negative here. Uh, How often do they do it? Every day. And uh, when did they stop? They didn't. They ceased not. It was a way of life. I certainly think there ought to be specific times set aside. We have specific gatherings where we preach the gospel, but we ought to preach the gospel every day. Uh, Your church may have times each week or each month where people go out into the community intentionally to try to find people and talk to them about Christ. I would encourage you, get engaged in that. Find some good gospel outlet. That's That's a wonderful entry point, but we can't reduce our gospel work to one time. It must be done all the time. And we must be looking every day for for spirit-guided opportunities and divine appointments. There is the declaration. There is the continuation. Then there is the multiplication. Notice the Bible says that they did it in the temple. So that's one place, and that's the place you would imagine it being done, in the place of religious instruction. And don't miss this, in every house. This is very important. They are literally giving the gospel in both public places and in private places. This is what we have to do. We've got to get the gospel uh, seed out of the barn. We've got to get it out where the harvest is. We've got to get it out where the sinners are. Uh, The great commission that Jesus Christ gave to the church, uh, the work that he left us to do, did not say open the church doors and let all the lucky sinners come find us. It said go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now you remember back in Acts chapter 2 in our previous study, uh, verse number 46, uh, the Bible says that they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Same pattern, in the temple, house to house. Uh, in the temple and in every house. So it's not just the, the place of religious meetings and gatherings where the gospel is being given. We can't expect the world to come to us. We have to go to them. So God's gospel plan has a declaration. We, we speak Christ. It has a continuation every day. It has a multiplication in every place where we go. And then don't miss the saturation. The Bible says, and daily in the temple and in every house. Now, this is very important. God loves all people. Christ died for every man. Every lost sinner will be separated from God forever. Every person needs the gospel. What does that mean? If all of that is true, it means we've got to get to everyone, not to some, but to all. Whosoever will may come. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so every day, in every place, every person needs a clear presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you like to know how to turn the world upside down? Would you like to know how 
every creature under heaven can hear the gospel, how it can go into all the world, the answer is, is so simple. It's found in Acts chapter number four, 5 and verse number 42. It happens when all the believers start daily in the temple and in every house to cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Every believer a witness. Every Christian, if you know Jesus as your personal Savior, take that as your assignment, your responsibility. Uh, To have is to owe. You've received the good news, now relay it to somebody else. Don't keep it to yourself. This is God's gospel plan. Our problem is not that we don't know it. Our problem is that we do so little with it. And I wonder, are you just listening today? Is that all this is, just something else to listen to? Or will you do something with it? Is it just me talking Or will it translate into your walk today? Will we be hearers of this word or will we be doers of the word? By the grace and help and enabling of God, may every one of us today plug in to God's gospel plan. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, We hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts.